Welcome back to Henrico Happenings. I am Victoria Davis. Listen, you all, it has been a long time since we've been back in the studio, but we're back with a lot of fiery topics that are happening in Henrico County. And this morning, I have the honor to have Mr. Eric Lebo, our Director of Community Revitalization. Welcome, Eric, and welcome to your first podcast. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity for being here. Yes, so excited to have you. And listen, we don't hear much from community revitalization, but when you do, I know there's some important things to talk about. So share with us a little bit what community revitalization is. What do you all do for the county? We do a lot. Um, a lot of our work is, is coordinating with other uh, organizations, other departments to serve our community. Um, one of our, well, two of our main um, functions are to administer, I mean, to enforce the zoning ordinance um, in our environmental code. Zoning meaning there may be uh, illegal businesses in a residential area, there may be tall grass complaints, inoperable vehicles, there may be issues with meeting setback, et cetera. So that's sort of one side of our house. The other side of our house is our community development division, mm -hmm. and that division is responsible for administering federal funds. Um, it administers federal CDBG, which is Community Development Block Grant, Home Investment Partnership, and Emergency Solutions Grant funding. We also administer the Enterprise Zone Program and the HIP Zone Program, which are targeted to helping businesses reinvest in their properties. Wow. And then we also help with a lot of housing-related activities within the county. Well, Eric, you guys do a lot. You're a mighty department for sure, um, one that we need around. And, you know, during this time in our lifetime, we know that buying a house or housing has been a very prominent topic in policymaking in government versus local, state, or federal um, and so you said housing is one of the aspects that you all talk about. So let's talk about that. The county has been putting in a lot of effort and initiative about affordable housing. What does affordable housing mean? Well, affordable housing, it's, it's a, a big term. Um, but affordable for most people is where they're not paying more than 30% of their gross monthly income towards their housing costs. But there's a broad spectrum of people that can fall within that affordable housing term. And let me just uh, clarify, what's affordable to one um, family may not be affordable to others. Right. For example, a household making $200,000 a year, they may be able to pay more than 30% of their income towards their housing costs and still have enough income left over to meet their other needs with their other life needs. Um, but, but that general rule of thumb is 30% or less in terms of what they're paying towards their housing costs. Um, what we're doing um, is trying to figure out how we can produce units that are more affordable to, to workers. Mm -hmm. People that are working, there's always misconceptions about uh, what affordable housing is. Um, yeah. A lot of the affordable housing developments and affordable housing programs serve individuals and families that are working. They're not, um, you know, it gets confused with public housing, mm -hmm. which is one tier of affordability. Yeah. Um, you've got um, lower low-income housing tax credits which again serves people that are working individuals working families and then you've got workforce housing mm -hmm. um, that's another term that's thrown out there but again that term affordability is all relative to who you're you're talking about that makes sense and that's good i didn't know so many different categories that that broke you know it breaks down so that people understand what that means so let's talk about some of the initiatives that the county has kind of put in place to improve the access to affordable housing. Yeah, so what we've done, we've partnered with nonprofit organizations and other partners to produce uh, affordable units, but also improve our housing stock. Mm -hmm. um, we've done that a lot with infill development, meaning that we've uh, worked with partners to um, 
create new product or new housing within an existing subdivision or an, exist, an existing community. Yeah. So we started off with uh, an initiative in Highland Springs and the Laburnum Gateway area near the racetrack. And uh, we partnered with those nonprofits like Maggie Walker Community Land Trust, Project Homes, Habitat for Humanity, et cetera. Um, oh, uh, Virginia Supportive Housing, um, who provides housing for people that are formerly homeless. Okay. And we partnered with them to bring units online that are more affordable, but like I said, uh, that are also improving the community. And we've seen that. Um, we've seen the benefits of that work where others have started to reinvest in those communities where we've, you know, where we built homes, we see new homes popping up next to them. That's fantastic. And those homes are beautiful. I've driven in the historic Holland Springs area mm-hmm. now that it's in so, it's historic landmark. Um, and so the house off of Ivy Street is beautiful. Holly is beautiful. And so I just appreciate the effort that is taking into reconstructing and rebuilding these homes so that folks that, you know, can't afford the housing have somewhere to stay in a comfortable and a safe community because Highland Springs is a good community to live. So um, thank you for that effort, Eric, (laughs) you and your team. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. We have other efforts, um, if I may expand. Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, rehab programs that help existing homeowners. So while we're producing and working with partners to bring new units online, we're also helping existing homeowners through our homeowner repair and homeowner rehab program. So if they're lower income individuals or lower income households that may need some help uh, remaining in their home, seniors that may need help aging in place, we fund uh, project homes and we fund Habitat for Humanity to do repairs and uh, rehabs on homes. Um, So we're helping seniors. We do about 70 a year. Um, believe it or not. So we're helping 70 homeowners a year remain in their homes. Wow. So making much needed improvements. Yeah. But of course, all of that is probably application based. Um, You know, there are probably extra requirements that you must complete in order to get that. Yes. You have to be a senior, um, meaning 62 years of age or older or permanently and totally disabled um, to get a rehab. Um, But for our repair, repair program, you have to own the home, obviously. But you, you have to meet certain income requirements. But that's pretty much it. And usually those programs do roof, repla- roof replacements mm-hmm. and also um, major systems replacements like HVAC repair um, or other uh, plumbing issues that may be preventing problems like repairing septic systems, things of that nature. Absolutely. Very essential things that are needed into a house. So share with us, Eric, and we talked about all of the, the initiatives, and there's probably uh, many more mm-hmm. that are coming down the pipeline But we also, we work with a lot of different organizations to make these things happen. You named a few, um, but how do we work closely with the county and these organizations to make these projects happen? In some instances, we are able to donate land um, that then makes the house more affordable because the land cost or the land was donated to the nonprofit partner. We also provide what's called gap financing. So we know the cost to bring a house online, it's over 200 and some odd thousand dollars a year, just in hard construction costs alone that's not including utility costs or any connection fee costs that are associated with the construction. Mm-hmm. But what we do is bridge the gap between what it costs to build a home and what it needs to sell at to make it affordable to the buyer. So we provide that gap financing, and in some cases we provide both. We provide the land at no cost to the nonprofit as well as that gap financing to make it more affordable to the community. And the beauty of one of the models that we're using is that it offers perpetual affordability um, using the community land trust model. Mm -hmm. And we like it. We like the other models with the other nonprofits as well. But again, um, that one-time investment makes it perpetually affordable for each subsequent buyer. 
and there's a model or formula formula that they use to be able to do that. So that's pretty neat. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Who would have thought? See, this is why we come to have these discussions so that way our residents and our community can have that information. Um, so when we talk about these organizations and affordable housing and um, all of the different, there's a lot of resources just out there in general. I know there are resources in your department um, that you offer to help with those that are willing to be first-time home buyers um, in their area. You know, like you said, that's the biggest purchase that people make in their lifetime. So what um, what are those um, resources that you can offer or share or how can people receive that information from you? So we have a lot of that information on our website. It's henrico.us slash revite, R-E-V-I-T. Okay. Um, we have a lot of that information on our website. We offer um, to help people purchase a home. Mm -hmm. um, we are funding nonprofits, um, housing opportunities, right? Uh, made equal, as well as Southside Community Housing and Development Corporation. That's a lot to say, of course. <laughs> but uh, we fund them for down payment and closing cost assistance programs. Um, one of the things that we share with uh, the community and others, even our leadership, is that um, people may be able to afford to rent in the community, but what they're paying in rent, you know, obviously rent prices have gone up, but what yeah. they're paying doesn't allow them to save enough for down payment and closing costs. So what we provide is that, again, that, uh, a forgivable loan, um, as long as they live in the home as their primary residence, we help them with that down payment because it can be a big hurdle for folks to overcome. So that will pay for the down payment as well as like closing costs that may um, coincide with the purchase. That's fantastic. But I know in addition to that too, recently here our Board of Supervisors have established a program to help uh, qualifying employees, mm -hmm. um, school employees, public safety employees, general government employees, with their um, purchasing of a new home as a first-time home buyer. Can you talk about that program a little bit? Sure. So we call that our, our Home Purchase Assistance Program, and we call it HPAT for short. But mm -hmm. essentially it's for full-time uh, permanent employees who are uh, working for the county or uh, Henrico County Public Schools and uh, employees of constitutional officers, for example, the sheriff's office. Okay. And that individual, as long as they work with the county or schools or the constitutional officers for a period of at least five years, they can get potentially down payment assistance and closing cost assistance. So it's a, a huge perk. I mean, yeah. it's a huge re recruitment tool. It's a huge retention tool. Um, we know that mortgage prices are not going down and sales not prices all, are not going down. <laughs> so um, it's good that we have that resource that may be that bridge to get people from renting to home ownership. Um, so that's a good program. Um, it'll provide, we're looking at about $20,000 per employee, um, should they qualify and need that, obviously, um, to help them purchase a home. There will be some home buyer education requirements um, that need to be met. We're requiring that they get a home inspection um, just to make sure that people are purchasing a home and they don't have those pitfalls that we talked about yeah. with major systems failing on them with our rehab program. So. We're going to require that um, they have to live in the home, obviously, as their principal residence, so they can't rent it out and live somewhere else. Um, and it will help their household. So there may be other members of their family um, that live with them, and they will be able to, to purchase a home using that program. Henrico County is just outstanding. It is. I mean, we value our employees, um, and we know it's tough out here to find yeah. good quality talent. And we want to keep folks that are really performing and, and getting the job done. So it's a huge resource. Um, one of the other things that we've done is we've partnered with a number of other organizations, to, and you were involved with this, Victoria, to host a, an employer housing forum for the yes. region 
So not only are we uh, supporting our employees from a home purchase assistance perspective, but we're also reaching out to others in the community that can support employees as well in their journey to, to get into the ownership market, because that's the one single, the largest source of wealth building for most people in their lives. Yeah. And we want to be, be able to be able to help people. It's exciting when you know that you're doing good for people. It's kind of like you don't have the words to really affectionately show or express how it is, but it's very, it's heartwarming. It's, it is. it's, it's phenomenal to hear for sure. Um, so tell me, Eric, when should this program kind of launch off or has it already started? It has not started, but we're getting close. Um, we're hoping this fall, um, before the end of the year to be able to launch the program. Um, our target date, um, is October, November. Um, that's when we're looking to launch and there will be more information provided to employees, um, that may be interested. Wonderful. In the interim, if people are um, interested in looking at kind of the general framework of the program, mm -hmm. they can go to our website and go to Home Purchase Assistance Program, and there's a PowerPoint presentation that sort of broadly outlines the program. And if they have questions, uh, Kara Kaufman in our office is our point of contact. She can be reached at 501-7612. She's happy to answer any questions people may have. Well, Eric, is there anything else you would like to share with us today? The one thing I would like to share is that um, our leadership. Yeah. yeah, I'm just very appreciative of our leadership, our board and our county manager and our deputies and other all the departments that we have uh, directors reaching out to me on behalf of their employees and other coworkers reaching out to me because they're interested in how in, in learning how to support their employees through the home purchase process. Yeah. The other thing I'll throw out there is that um, I was in a meeting yesterday um, with uh, other partners within the state and they were envious a little bit, a little jealous <laughs> of the support that our board and our manager provides. Um, and the one thing that I can say is that we're actually, we're not just using our federal money for housing programs, but our board and our uh, manager, they're providing um, general fund money to yeah. support housing development initiatives. Um, so we're starting to evolve in the, into the realm of figuring out how to bring other partners to the table with private sector resources and philanthropic dollars to help produce more affordable housing within the community. We challenge other partners at the state level um, to provide more resources for affordable housing because the need is so great. I mean, yeah. I was just looking at an email this morning that talked about median home price in the county and in the region over $370,000. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Um, so we need all the resources. We need all the partners we can get to help with that challenge. So Absolutely. Well, you guys, Eric, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I hope you have gained a wealth of knowledge and information um, I know I have. I have some research to do for myself, for sure. Um, but thank you for being here. And again, if people want to figure out more information about affordable housing or the resources that you have in your department, what's the best way? Is the website the best way? Maybe calling a direct line in the office is the best way? Website would be a starting point, but we're always happy to help. Um, so calling our main number, um, which is 501-7616. Okay. And then uh, Tracy, who's our admin, will direct the individual to the appropriate person to talk to. Perfect. But again, I appreciate the opportunity and hope people take us up on that offer. Absolutely. I hope so too. I wish I can get in that HPAC program, but <laughs> it's okay. Maybe next time. You beat us to it. That's, all. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks again, Eric, for being here. Thank you for our listeners and viewers for joining us on today. And that's going to do it for another episode of Henrico Happenings. We'll see you next month. Goodbye. Goodbye.